0: Hey Nick. Hey Corey. How's, how's it going? It's going good. Good. Glad, uh, glad to yeah hang oh. out again. I I remembered. There we go. All oh, right. I ha- back. I have a bit of a surprise for you. Ooh. A classic. In, yeah. An in institution, you might say. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, you changed it. Out. <laughs> and we're back <laughs> and of course to round it off so we have some new we have some new sounds to play with and i'm really excited about them excellent <laughs> i i was trying to figure out if i could upload my own sounds because i desperately want the professor farmsworth good news everybody oh yeah uh what are you drinking I am drinking three notched Biggie S'mores Imperial Stout with chocolate malt and graham cracker flavor. That says, sounds delicious. This BIG Stout is literally dessert in a can. I almost said desert, and that would have been funny. That sounds quite <laughs> delicious. <laughs> uh, it is 8%, uh, and it's really good. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I've only ever had that maybe once before. Would you like to try it? Uh, sure, yeah. I'll it's a good one. It, like, actually does taste like s'mores. It does. It tastes like a boozy s'more. Mm -hmm. It's kind of nice. What are you drinking, Corey? Anything? I (laughs) sure am. Whiskey? (laughs) Nope. I got me a big old bucket of apple juice. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I just really wanted juice the other day. Sometimes it hits the spot, right? I understand that. I I was in the kitchen and I was, I kept opening the refrigerator and closing it and opening it. And Joel was like, What are you doing? I, was like, I really want juice. <laughs> really bad. So today, after my, my pizza thing, I, I sat down finally to enjoy my pizza and I opened the fridge and realized we were out of Arizona green tea. Ooh. Oh, no. And I was sad there was nothing else in that fridge that I wanted. So I put my cup that I had gotten out away and I like went and sat down and I was like, no, there has to be something in there. So I got back up, <laughs> I opened the fridge and my in-laws had been over earlier this morning and I looked in the fridge and realized that there was a single one of the small cans of cherry Coke in oh. the amount of like excitement <laughs> <that> washed <laughs> over me in that moment is oh difficult to put into words. <laughs> I was so happy for like <laughs> 10 seconds. That's amazing. <sighs> yeah, so I I wanted juice very badly. And we normally have cranberry juice just in that as like a thing we just always have mm. in the house. And we didn't have anything. Oh. So I went to the grocery store today and I bought Five jugs of of juice. <laughs> I bought two <laughs> apple, two cranberry, and a pomegranate. Okay, because I, pomegranate. Interesting. Because yeah. hmm. right. I desperately wanted juice, so I was <laughs> say say that's all the juice. a little excessive. But the variety is yeah, yeah is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were about to say like went to Costco and got eight gallons of <laughs> apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> dude yeah, all right that might have been the smart call <laughs> just I, nuke the site from orbit <laughs> i was i was at aldi so nick what are you drinking buddy uh some good old-fashioned water excellent uh and you i got, just you finished a, a green red bull there it is you got a red bull over there <laughs> green uh, red is bull. that is that is that your preferred flavor uh i am now torn between the dragon fruit and uh the strawberry apricot or apricot however which which color is the dragon fruit one the dragon fruit is the green one. Oh, oh, yeah 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 and the, the apricot is the like uh, amber amber is what color. they call yeah, it yeah, I yeah, think yeah yeah um, I, I also really like the apricot they got rid of the the like fall winter one or whatever that was the apple fig yeah that one was really good it was so good it had an interesting aftertaste but Mm -hmm. the overall flavor was incredible i i am just so glad that the the winter one the coconut or i'm sorry the summer one the coconut one is now a year-round thing oh i love that it is it it does taste a little bit like uh banana boat sunscreen I don't know if I just ruined it for you, but it does have like the aftertaste of banana boat. Maybe, maybe I can see that, but that's okay. It tastes like summer. Yeah, I agree, and it's amazing. That is the one that we go through fastest at work. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so what we normally do when we have people on you, as you might well be aware, is we talk about uh, first how you got into cars. So let's start there. Yeah, I think really the first. Time any kind of motorsports had interested me Uh was when I had come over to the Jews one weekend when I was in middle school. Okay. For a Formula One race. Oh. Oh, nice. All Um, right. So this would have been like 2000. Oh, God. Like between 2005 and 2006, I think. Uh huh. So when Michael Schumacher was yeah, at yeah, the yeah. height of everything, yeah, um, and from there I just had like a passing interest, and then once I had graduated high school was really when I started coming to the old Starbucks meets, right, right, um, and started to meet you guys, yeah, and had an E thirty nine station wagon, mm-hmm. uh, which. Was a terrible car. It was a great terrible car. (laughs) It was it was fantastic, and I absolutely loved everything about it until it blew up less than twelve months into my ownership. Did it fully Um, blow up? The entire cooling system just died. That makes all Uh, of the the sense. The whole plastic cooling system. I thought of you today. I saw a TikTok. Oh no! (laughs) Did did your did your BMW have the like? Uh, the red LED like display. Oh, the like LCD the, the, display. The oh. seven segment. like. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I saw a... And it was just as shot as yeah, every single yeah. one from the 90s. So I, I saw a guy repairing one in the coolest way possible. Where he was just like kind of prodding it with something? So it, what he had was the electric igniter from a grill. And he was, like, discharging it into the face of the LCD, and it's, like, shocking all of the pixels into, like, working again. I, it was the freaking – cool. and he's going, like, one by one, like, one digit by digit by digit, and he's just, like, shot, shot, shot. And, and that like, v- worked? It, it, okay, it didn't restore perfectly to 100%, like, original. But, but, you, could but you could read it. But you could read it. Wow! Yeah, oh. and it was like, like there, you still had like a. There was like maybe one or two like lines that went all the way through, like all the. Day. But like you could right. read, you could, you could I at least meet, read. It was the freaking coolest. I need thing. to know how that actually works. That's I need to look into That. It was awesome. I know there's like awesome. there's kits and stuff out there where you can like replace them or retrofit other things there to like fix that problem right. but like i've never heard of someone Just, I know, with right? using a igniter. grill igniter that's incredible it's it seemed like this was perhaps not a uh permanent high class automobile a- restoration establishment sure oh, it wasn't a bmw certified <laughs> no, location or anything no. like that he was not in fact a bavarian <laughs> factory trained technician no it, <laughs> ah yes it, you see in this machine we take the grill igniter <laughs> It seemed like perhaps he was keeping this vehicle running in a desert somewhere or something like that. (laughs) Just running off hopes and dreams at that point. It's a hard place for a plastic cooling system to exist. Uh, True. Big facts. I I don't know that for certain, uh, but just the general vibe of the video was a bit like that. But anyways, really cool. That's... Really cool. So it's really interesting. I'll into that. So Uh, you had a you had a E thirty nine wagon 528i. Mm -hmm. Uh and with that I started doing a little bit of autocross, which Uh that car might not have been the best one to do it with. It was it was fun. It got me into actually getting on track, so to speak. Um, enthusiast driving. Yes, enthusiast driving. Mm Uh, and after it blew up, I had gotten a first-generation Mazda 6 that was a Uh five-speed. So the E39 was an automatic, and it was a great cruising car. Not the best for enthusiast driving. The Mazda 6 was a lot of fun. Yeah, the, those, those Mazda 6s have a, a surprise, like most Mazdas, I suppose, have a shockingly good chassis on them. Like yes. They handle it really han- well. It handled fantastically, and after swapping out the stock shocks and springs for, I think, Kony Blues. Tokiko. those Tokiko or, Blues. Tokiko Blues, yes, not Kony's. Uh Takiko Blues and Tain or Tien Aztec Springs, which gave it a decent drop, and the handling feel was very nice uh that car had a rough end uh was was that a uh, um it was, was a, a hatch it was a hatchback yes yeah, yeah, so yeah, it yeah. wasn't they had three different body styles of the first generation sixes uh-huh. uh they had the sedan the wagon and then a hatchback okay i would it, was, it, it is a hatchback, but I, I feel like just for my own sanity, I would prefer it to be called a liftback. Because yes. it's not like it's a hatch. It's, it is not it's a just, hatch. It's a liftback. I, yeah. I had slept in the back of it a few times, so it was all right. Uh, uh-huh. It had a little bit more space than the sedan. Um, I didn't even know they existed until you pointed it out. Yeah. Holy crap. They, the way to tell is that they actually have a rear wiper. Um, oh, where the sedans okay. yeah, just yeah, yeah, have yeah. the defrost. Yeah. Um, huh. But that one got rear-ended by one of my exes. Oh, good. No. Uh, coming back from the bar one night, we both had worked at Toast, and we had gone out after work one night, uh-huh. and we were sitting at a light, and she was a little bit more intoxicated than I was, and I had just let off the brake because... Because it's I, a manual. It's a manual, and I can just sit there. And she ended up just driving straight into the back of the car. Oh, cool. no. Um, and it was in the body shop for five months. Oh, my God. I could say? they just not find the body panels? They crash. could not find anything yeah. for it. And then I had it back for three months, and the 2.3 engine ended up blowing up. Doing Ford things. Doing Ford things. Uh, and... It took another month and a half to find a replacement engine. That's surprising. Yes. I was very surprised by that. There were a lot of the 2.5 Sky Actives yeah. around at that point, but not a lot of the 2.3s, uh, at least that the shop I had taken the car to could find. Sure. Uh, and from there, I ended up getting another Mazda 6. Same year, just a sedan. Coded that around for a little bit, ended up selling it to my sister for hardly any money, just so that she could have a car down in Florida. Ended up with the Mazda 5 that I have now. Sensing a pattern? A <laughs> little bit of a there, pattern. There might be a little bit of a theme to my cars at this point. <laughs> huh. So I have the Mazda 5, and then once I moved back to Richmond uh, about two years ago, I ended up buying our friend's Mazda so friend friend of, <laughs> friend of the show friend of the show friend of the show Pierce Pierce I ended up buying his Mazda RX7 you, second gen RX you RX-7. bought Jessica I yeah. I am now the owner of Jessica who I had been lusting after for uh-huh. about 13 years Yeah yeah at that point We uh, talked a little bit about that when Pierce sold that car to you that that you had I don't think I caught that episode You had um at least this is my recollection of it you had um you were interested in that car when Dave had it originally, Ye- mm. and he had sold it to Pierce, or something like that. Or that. I'm not entirely sure about the timeline of when Pierce got it. Um, but I had been interested in buying the second generation Celica Supra. Okay in uh i think 2010 2011 right around that time Uh i remember that car i helped to pull the head off of that thing yeah i tried to buy that as my first car Uh initially okay that would have been a bad i am glad i did not yeah um although i could have learned a lot from it but i do love those cars but that was not a great example of one the time that he had tried to sell it about five years ago i had been very interested. Okay. Um, the RX-7? Yes, the RX-7. Maybe, maybe um, that's the, that was the recollection I had. Because I, I had first met Pierce trying to buy the Celica Supra. Okay. Okay. Well, anyways, you've been enamored with that car for quite some time. Yes. Finally yes. had the opportunity to, to own it for yourself. Uh, and what, ha- what have you done to it since you bought it? So, since I have bought it, uh, I have not done too, too much to it. I've swapped the coilovers that were on it for Fortune 500s, which are fantastic. Jordan helped me weld in a roll bar uh, a couple months ago. So that that is wonderful. I had replaced the shifter with a Mazda short shifter. Um, engine is pretty much the same. Interior, I bought a new surround for the center section oh yeah installed a couple of gauges so oil pressure temp and water temp i managed to blow out the pre-silencer that was in it oh because of how low it was um i had just scraped across everything and at hyperfest uh, camping in hog pen, uh-huh. <laughs> the hill of doom. <laughs> the hill of doom kind of helped take out the pre silencer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So about a month after Hyperfest, I looked under the car and there was about a two inch hole. Yikes! Just in the bottom of it. Yikes! <clears throat> so you so kindly sold me a Miata cat. Oh, I I did do that. I totally <laughs> forgot. That was a that was a, uh, I believe a racing beat. Um. High flow uh, high, cat, high flow cat that mm-hmm. I had uh, as part the of the red car because you had two different cats that mm-hmm. we tried to put on the red car back in the day. Yeah, and like that, oh, it like gosh, ended I didn't up realize not having it was from the red car. Yeah, yeah, I got it with, um, I got it when I bought that exhaust from that guy from the, uh, that was like super loud. It was a turbo oh, exhaust. Yeah, do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, I got it oh, with God, that a long time but ago. But because he had a turbo car, his the exhaust flange on the engine side of the cat. Was a di- slightly different angle, so I couldn't oh. use it. So we had to use the factory cat, um, and we had to, um, we had to take that cat to a, an exhaust shop to have them torch out one of the studs. Cause oh it, gosh, I broke a stud bolt pulling it. when we were pulling it off. Mm. I just, like, it snapped. and I was like, oh, oh well, well as long as it comes out, like it doesn't matter because I've got this other one, right, right. And I had you know new hardware and everything like that. and We ended up, you know, going. I, I, I think it paid paid a guy 20 you know gave him a 20 and yep. he, you know just torched it out real quick or whatever but anyways um i had, i had totally forgotten about that <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so i got that put in and yeah. uh it's a good band-aid for the exhaust right now i do have plans of getting a new
1: yeah header
0: how, all the way back how did you point. end up making that work uh i took it to uh an exhaust shop off horse pen um Roy Hendrick, yeah. I took it to them, and for like $90, they just cut the old one out and threw that one in. Cool, cool. Um, And it sounds pretty good. Yeah. It doesn't sound bad at all. I I like how it sounds quite a bit. uh, But I need to go to a more free-flowing exhaust at some point. Take it to Tony's. Tony's. Tony, Tony's exhaust shop is literally like across the street. Oh, or you could uh, pay Dom like two cases of beer and he'd weld you something up, probably. I mean, or that. that but it's fair <laughs> as well. Tony's is like, they do like all mandrel bent stainless steel. Oh. Like, I mean, they, they do, I, it's like, it's just like a muffler mm-hmm. shop. It's like a random. But you, they do like nice like stuff. They do really, really nice work. Oh, awesome. Uh, I know uh, quite a few people like that have built like, um, Brian with the one UZ to go. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, Brian French, France, Brian France. I think it's Brian France. Uh, He takes all of his stuff to Tony's mm-hmm. all, all that like crazy custom engine swap stuff. He does. He oh, takes shit. it and they just like make Damn. it work basically. Anyways, it's, it's like, right I could, I could walk, street. I could almost walk there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I want to get a racing beat header uh-huh. for it. And then just like two and a half or three inch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all yeah. the way back. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be dope. Um, what so roll cage fortunes, a couple cosmetic things. I have harnesses to go oh, in harnesses. at some okay. point. Uh, it has need... bucket seats in it, right? Yep, yeah, it has um just basic energy fixed back buckets. Um, <laughs> that are surprisingly more comfortable than they look. I bet Going, driving to Hyperfest in that car was not terrible. Yeah, okay. Um, Bucket seats, as long as you can get your lumbar situation figured out, Mm -hmm. they're pretty good. Especially for having destroyed my back as much as I did in Mm -hmm. my prior career. Uh, But I... So, the exhaust and a standalone ECU are the plans next. Sweet. Um, Just trying to get rid of all that 80s goodness. (laughs) Yeah, the 35, 32 years of old wiring um, and just to be able to tune it so that it can be a little bit more reliable Mm -hmm. and get the proper fueling Um, tune it with modern injectors and modern ignition and just see the glory that it can do yeah right uh but we threw it on the dino uh last weekend uh-huh i think uh-huh. and that, this was gonna be my next question yes it, it uh it made a whopping uh 114 all horsepower. right got me beat and 93 torque i might have you beat in torque actually uh oh, it just I just love it when engines produce torque numbers that I could do with my arms. Yes. <laughs> it's it's wonderful. And the engine builder actually reached out to me after making oh. the post that uh-huh. I did. Um the guy who ended up rebuilding it that Bill? Pierce. it was Bill Edwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and uh thought the numbers should be a little higher. Yeah. Uh which Yes. They should, um, but it's got a couple things I need to do, and he gave me a few tips on what I should check, so that will be worked on down the road as well. Did you get a, um, an AFR reading with that as well? No, we were not able uh, to get the sensor in the exhaust. The downturn was a, a little bit too aggressive of an gotcha. angle for it to fit. I'm sorry, I was totally distracted. Bill said the numbers should have been better. The main thing he thought could be the issue was the 5th and 6th ports not actuating, um, which they probably are not because they are controlled in S5, RX-7, A R 7s by the air pump. Yeah. Which which I do not have. Okay, I am totally lost. It has, very, like, variable intake flappy runner things. Oh. They're okay. little okay. inserts that will open yeah, yeah, up yeah, yeah. Uh, past, like, uh, I believe, 32 to 3,800 RPM. Um, Like, baby VTEC almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, huh. Okay. And on the... Do you, sorry, do they lengthen the runners? Or do they shorten the runners? I believe they lengthen. They should... Theoretically, allow for higher velocity. They should restrict the airflow at low RPMs to give you more velocity and more torque. And then in higher RPMs, open up to allow for more flow to give you more horsepower at higher oh, okay. okay. Same so, thing as what Tevis does on the 4AG. Okay. So if they are stuck open, mm-hmm. uh, that typically results in gotcha. very low okay. torque. Yeah. Um, I feel like that'd be better than them getting stuck closed, though. Yeah, for uh, for max power, yes. For spirited yeah. driving, yes. It's if you're keeping it in the higher rev range, it's not too noticeable. Yeah, because it's really yeah. just low down torque that you lose, which they are not known for in the first I, place. I just mean like in general, like if if you don't have enough airflow, you're gonna lean out your motor and it'll burn even hotter. You know what I mean? You you end up. I feel like that's how you end up blowing stuff. And uh, anyways. I, i i'm looking into there's there's a couple things uh-huh. that uh like atkins pineapple racing and a couple of the other like rotary parts yeah. providers make for them um, so so will do you think you will keep that system intact or uh to do that i would have to get an air pump okay. put back on the car and with oh. the single um belt system that i'm going to uh that eliminates the air pump altogether yeah, okay. anyway. Um but we'll get rid of belt slip for my alternator, which yeah, yeah. is gonna be nice. Um, Cause it runs from the factory it runs two V like old school like V belts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah. And it's the conversion goes to like a six or eight rib like standard yeah. micro V belt, right. which is nice. Yeah. And it doesn't underdrive anything. It's just standard size. Yeah. Cool, um, cool. Bill had said that the ports not working and uh, the exhaust being a restriction were two of the th- main things that would be causing the number to be as low as it is. Okay, I don't expect it to get much higher uh-huh. until I get uh-huh. a new ECU so that we can tune it. But it's fun for now. Cool. And I plan on taking it to Dominion's track. Uh, track crosses. Um. This season, which you're, I you read in my mind, I was gonna. The next thing I was gonna <laughs> ask is if you're signed up for any events yet. I have not signed up for any yet. Their um, first track cross is not until like the end of April. I don't know I why they're it's starting like april so 16th or something. Oh, um, okay, I think they might have one of their. They have a de in April as well, but yeah. I think track cross is first. Um, there is a summit point event at the end of March that I am. Interested in, uh-huh. but I'm not going to commit to. Yeah, it would just yeah. be a Sunday, uh, HPDE, um, cool. But I'm not entirely sure if I'll be able to make that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still need to figure some things out. With it needs card. an alignment too. Yes, it needs a better alignment because it, it has a very basic alignment after I put the coilovers on. Uh, I, I genuinely don't know how they got it to have zero camber in the front. I don't they, know how they got it. They have the actual like sliders maxed out for negative uh-huh. camber, and there's they are none, not. There's, it's like zero camber. There has camber to be some kind front. of factory that adjustment cam so that's weird. maxed. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's so weird. So I plan on at least doing seven events this year at, uh-huh. at Dominion. Okay. Um, not going to drive it to Hyperfest this year. Uh, I'm just gonna enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. As a spectator, yeah. um, camping in the five sounds a lot better too. Yes, uh, the camping in everything fits surprisingly well in the RX7. Right. Um, because I didn't have the cage in it at that point. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the five does sound a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Uh, everything folds flat. Yeah. You yes. Just sleep Every- in it. Yeah. <laughs> everything awesome. folds completely flat. There's just a little like void in between the captain's chairs behind the driver and uh driver's seat yeah uh but just throw a blanket in there and it's fine that's awesome i've i have slept in that car many a time for a uh for Magfest, mm. a video game mm-hmm. convention i go to yeah yeah yeah. hyperfest hyperfest is gonna be cool I'm, it I'm is hyperfest looking is forward to fantastic. it um i'm already registered and signed up we're good to go yeah Still waiting, like awesome. the like the 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 benefit tickets don't come out till like April. So oh, okay, I was about yeah. to ask about that. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a minute, but should be good. I th- I think Steve is signed up too? I think that's the case. I think I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure actually. Last I had talked to him, which was at some point last week. I know he signed up for Summit. Yes, I know he signed month. up for Summit, but I don't think when we spoke last week he had signed up for. Hyperfest yet? I think John Corbin is. Yes, uh, I saw maybe that's what I, I saw. At. John like screenshot his like checkout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be hot and miserable and there's, busy. There's gonna be stressful. This year. Gonna be awesome. <laughs> it is gonna be all of those things. Yes. <laughs> How did? Uh, no. I'm trying to distill the information I want into an understandable question, and it's not happening. Uh-huh. That's how my brain works. I understand. Paddock spacings. How yeah. do they? How do they work? First come, first serve. Okay. So when you get there for the weekend, it's just first come, first serve. Pretty much. Okay. So I'm. My plan is to get there like Thursday night because I think the earliest you can get there, like they don't start letting people in until 6 p.m. on Thursday. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Okay. And they only let you in if you're like a participant. Right. Like you if can't you're a get driver. There in camp. I think that probably could be a gray area if you're camping in the paddock with a driver. Like if, if you're so, crew, quote yeah. unquote. So I think once we figure out who's actually gonna be driving, we should coordinate so that we can all get there at the same time. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what I was asking. There's a there's a small chance that I could borrow somebody's like laptop grill oh, things to bring with me. I do have a single burner. Uh like camp stove that i, can I have replace. a dual burner camp stove Ooh. we can have three burn we can have three burners live update steve is not yet hyper fast rich uh, there we go what'd you ask him <laughs> <laughs> he had messaged me right before we had started recording oh I just, really i didn't look at it no and i'm sorry steve <laughs> <laughs> all right Luca, where can people find you on the internet i would imagine it would be a c. dot <laughs> Yeah, you can find Luca at uh, C. Duckery on the Instagram. also Good Food and Rip Pants. Good Food and Rip Pants. I'm oh, really close don't... on a pair of jeans right now, oh. man. <laughs> I don't oh, think I follow that, that one. Actually. On the cusp. Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's close. It's close. Mm. They're like, there's, I mean, there are definitely some holes, mm-hmm. but it's not like a full rip yet. Yeah. Soon. <laughs> Soon. Nice. Nick, where can people follow you on the internet? Uh, so I am. Uh, sir.snickles on instagram (laughs) Uh, that's a great handle (laughs) i love it i i honestly don't remember how it came about no no it was Um. probably just from me cackling at one point that that, that checks out (laughs) somebody just called me snickles um yeah cool jordan uh i'm at the daily downshift on instagram uh and i have a, a a build blog thing at the All right. Nick, thanks for coming, man. Yeah. Thank you guys for having it was me. Was it fun. was a lot of fun. It was super fun. I haven't yeah. gotten to sit down and just chat for a while. Yeah. 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 That's, that's I mean, that's the whole point. That's why we yeah. do that's why we do this. We just wanted to hang out with car friends and talk about car stuff. Yeah. That's it's like Starbucks like conversations yeah. kind of thing, yeah. Except we get to sit inside it doesn't <laughs> matter what the weather is like. Yeah. That is that is a lot nicer. Yeah. We don't yeah. have starbucks employees looking irritated at us for hanging out there way too late yeah that's right anyway have a good night everyone good night good night